if you desire to be for the Lord and stand for him. See to it that you are not sidetracked by the way of compromise. While you go through the world, men will say to you, we know as much about it as you. We are as true Christians as you. Yet they are going on with the world, endorsing the world, speaking the things the world loves, introducing those false things which are sweeping professing Christianity. By the grace of God, let no compromise be our watchword. Be obedient to the instructions that God has given us in his word. This is a quote coming to you from the writings of F.B. Hall. Now in this broadcast, we are continuing our new series based on the theme, Nearer My God to Thee. In this podcast, we will deal with the issue of compromise in Christians. Looking at another quote from the writings of F.B. Hole, this is what he said. What I have to say may be summed up in the two words, no compromise. This is dead in the teeth of the modern spirit, because among men the best road to a bargain is through compromise. Compromise is responsible for many successful things in the world of business and the world of politics. But it is the secret of failure in the things of God. If you want success there, you have to seek out what is the divine way and stick to that without a shadow of compromise. Now we want to look at a man in the Bible who is, who is considered an uncompromising witness, and that man is Enoch. We see in Genesis 5, 22 and 24, it says of him, And Enoch walked with God after he begat Methuselah 300 years, and begat sons and daughters, and Enoch walked with God, and he was not, for God took him. Then we go over to the New Testament in Hebrews eleven five, and this is what it said. By faith, Enoch was translated that he should not see death and was not found because God had translated him. For before his translation, he had this testimony that he pleased God. Okay, so Enoch was the man that bore the most uncompromising witness against the ungodly of his day. He lived a little more than one-third of the span of human life in the antediluvian days. He lived 365 days, and his days were very short in comparison to his contemporaries. In the ordinary course, he would have had the expectation of living another 500 or 600 years, but he only lived out 365 days or 65 years. He walked with God. 
the Bible tells us with some of the most powerful words. He walked with God. The world became an awkward place for him to dwell in. Because he walked with God, the world became a very awkward place for him to dwell in. And many uh, commentators say this, that if he wasn't translated, he would have been put to death for the preaching that he did uh, in that, those lawless days when corruption and violence filled the earth. They would have killed him because he told these people, he preached hard against their sin, and he told them that the Lord was coming with ten thousands of his saints to execute judgment. He preached the judgment of God. Now we have to understand that ungodliness characterized the people of this antediluvian world. And uh, so he preached and prophesied of their terrible end. He spoke of judgment, and he spoke of ungodly men doing ungodly deeds done in an ungodly way. It's interesting to note that his name, Enoch, means dedicated, one yielding, yielded up to God, one conformed to his mind and will. He walked with God. What does that mean exactly? Well, for Enoch, it means that he lived always in God's presence. He maintained a communion with him. His soul was weaned from the vanities of this world, and it was fixed on God as his only portion. He knew God's thoughts, and he understood God's ways. And this man loved God supremely. He desired to please him, and he delighted to do his will. Because he walked with God, he sought God's guidance. He believed his word. He obeyed his commands, and he certainly enjoyed his presence. He knew God's holiness, and this made the ungodliness of men more apparent to him. You see, as he walked with God, it became more apparent to him the ungodliness of men. He walked with God, and so he condemned the world, both by his life and by his death. And he kept a constant counter motion to the corrupt courses of his time. He pleased God. The Bible tells us that he pleased God, and in doing so, he displeased the men of his time, the men of the world. F.B. Hall said this in his writings, The man who stands for God is the one who takes an uncompromising attitude in the presence of the world. It is the man of faith and of uncompromising faithfulness who leaves his mark for God. The Christian has to be uncompromising when it is a question of sin, evil, or the world. Now in this podcast, we want to look at the man 
just like Enoch, the man who stands for God, who leaves his mark for God. As F.B. Hall stated, he's the one who takes an uncompromising attitude in the presence of this world. He is uncompromising when it's a question of sin, of evil, or of the world. But more specifically in this broadcast, we want to look at the man or the woman of God who takes an uncompromising stand when it comes to the company he or she keeps. The pulpit commentary said, we are all more or less unconsciously affected by the tone of the society we frequent. Even the strongest, most independent spirit cannot wholly fortify himself against this influence. As water wears the hardest rock, the constant friction of social intercourse makes itself felt in course of time upon the most resolute character. Without knowing it, nay, even while protesting against it, we are carried away with the current through which our course lies. Adam Clark said this, Spirit has a wonderful and unaccountable influence upon spirit. From those with whom we associate, we acquire habits and learn their ways, imbibe their spirit, show their tempers, and walk in their steps. We cannot be too choice of our company, for we may soon learn ways that will be a snare to our soul. Okay, so we want to look, first of all, at the uncompromising witness for God in this world and how it, he is described. Psalm 119.63 tells us of the uncompromising witness. I am a companion of all them that fear thee and of them that keep thy precepts. The uncompromising Christian or witness for God will find his companions, his associations, his friends among those who fear God, who have the fear of God on their hearts and before their eyes. He'll find his friends and uh, uh, companions, associations among those who truly serve and worship God. He won't consort with the ungodly or the careless, the profane and the wicked. He will, he will not choose friends that are from the world. He'll choose friends that aren't taken from the world. Then we also go over to Proverbs 2.20 and we find that the uncompromising witness for God, the uncompromising Christian, he walks in the way of good men. Proverbs 2.20 says that thou mayest walk in the way of good men and keep the paths of the righteous. This uncompromising Christian walks in the way of good men. What does that mean? He walks in the way of God's commandments. He walks in the way of obedience, the way of righteousness, holiness, truth, directed by the Spirit and by the Word. He meets with good men 
He follows the counsels and the examples of godly men. He chooses the conversation of good men. And he keeps the paths of the righteous. These are the paths of faith and holiness. And lastly, we see that the uncompromising witness or Christian for God is one that walks with wise men. Proverbs 13, 20 says, He that walks with wise men shall be wise. This uncompromising Christian chooses wise men for his intimate acquaintance, and he converses with them. He asks and receives instruction from them. He reads their, their books, their written thoughts, or has con uh, personal contact with them. He imbibes their thoughts either way. So we see that the uncompromising witness for God, the uncompromising Christian, is a companion of all those who fear God and keep his commandments. He walks in the way of good men. He keeps the paths of the righteous. He walks with wise men. Well, let me ask you, are you doing this? Or would you be classified among the compromising witnesses? The pulpit commentary said, it is extraordinary that so many, even of professing Christians, are content to go with the many, notwithstanding the warnings against so doing both of the law and of the gospel. John Trapp said, He that is well content to keep company with those that are not is himself not. And then F.B. Hole added this, The more we know God, the more we are alive to what the world is and disassociate ourselves from it. Okay, so now we want to look at what the compromising witness looks like. First of all, we see in Exodus 23, 2, that he follows a multitude to do evil. You see, in Exodus 23, 2, it says, Thou shalt not follow a multitude to do evil, but the compromiser follows the multitude to do evil. He does the opposite. He follows their counsel and their example. He's governed by public opinion and not by the word of God. Secondly, this compromiser walks in the counsel of the ungodly. Psalm 1.1 tells us, Blessed is the man that walks not in the counsel of the ungodly. But you see, the compromising witness or compromising Christian, he walks in the counsel of the ungodly. He leads his life according to their counsel. He follows their example. He associates with them. He agrees with, he consents to. He acts according to their ungodly counsel. Thirdly, in Proverbs 1.15, we see that the compromiser walks in the way with them. My son, walk not thou in the way with them. 
refrain thy foot from their path. The Bible clearly says, don't walk in the way with the ungodly, the evil, or wicked man. Refrain your foot from their path. But the compromising witness does the opposite. He just embraces their courses, their conversations, their company, and he walks in the same way as they do. Fourth, fourthly, we see in, uh, that the compromising witness, he enters into the path of the wicked, he goes in the way of evil men. When Proverbs 4, 14 to 15 clearly states, Enter not into the path of the wicked, and go not in the way of evil men. Avoid it, pass not by it, turn from it, and pass away. And this applies to uh, what kind of movies you watch, what kind of music you listen to, what kind of books you read, what kind of podcasters you listen to, it involves it all. You're not to enter into the path of the wicked and you're not to go in the way of evil men. And it also applies to what kind of uh, news you watch. Who are you listening to? But the compromiser joins the wicked in wicked ways, in their wicked ways and practices. He keeps company with them and some of, sometimes even esteems their way as being blessed. Fifthly, the compromising witness desires to be with them. When Proverbs 24, 1 said, Be not thou envious against evil men, neither desire to be with them. The Bible clearly states that you're not to be desiring to be in their company, but the compromising Christian desires to be in their company. He has conversation and fellowship with them, which, by the way, is infectious, dangerous, and pernicious. And then lastly, the compromiser, compromising Christian or witness, has fellowship with them in their pollutions. Second Corinthians 6.14 clearly states, be ye not unequally yoked together with unbelievers. You're not to have fellowship with them in their pollutions, in their sin. Okay, so we saw that the compromising witness for God, or if you want to say the compromising Christian, he follows a multitude to do evil. He walks in the counsel of the ungodly, walks in the way with them, enters into their path, goes in the way of evil men, desires to be with them, has fellowship with them in their pollutions or their sins, in their wickedness. My question to you is, are you doing this? F.B. Hall, remember, told us in the beginning, we quoted him as saying, the man who stands for God is the one who takes an uncompromising attitude in the presence of the world. Does that describe you today? Are you taking a stand for God by taking an uncompromising attitude in the presence of the world?
Are you like Enoch of old, taking an uncompromising attitude in the presence of this wicked and evil world? Or are you ashamed to admit that you have not stood for God, but you have been a compromiser in the presence of this evil world? Our time is up for today's broadcast, but I encourage you stay tuned for our next teaching as we continue our study of the theme, Nearer My God to Thee. This is Connie Giordano with Walking in Truth Ministry, praying that you will walk in the truth every day of your life. In Jesus' name, amen.